This is a Diet of Brussels. Why doesn't the EU just sort out the uh, refugee crisis? This is a question I was asked uh, at home last night, uh, following the 10 o'clock news, and uh, it wasn't really the time to discuss it, so you get the benefit of uh, my thoughts uh, at this point. The EU is facing a very difficult situation. It's effectively confronted with a volume of refugees and of migrants who are uh, coming for different reasons uh, from different places in a volume that is not really manageable, particularly for those states that are receiving the bulk of them. So particularly Greece, uh, Italy, um, the southern uh, Mediterranean. Now, uh, with that in mind, uh, the difficulty is one of what's the solution. And that partly depends on what you see as the problem. Uh, it's not simply about uh, asylum seekers. It's not simply about economic migrants. It's uh, a whole mixture of things. And one of the issues clearly is, well, whose responsibility is this? The tension that exists between member states is that, on the one hand, there might be a notion of solidarity, that they share the burden. That it's one of the kind of key features of the EU is that by sharing the pain, by sharing the cost, actually you can do things more cheaply collectively than you can individually. But for some states, they've been able to avoid a lot of um, the uh, volume of people coming into the EU that uh, they haven't got desirable uh, locations, they haven't got a history of receiving large migrant populations, and as such, it's not really their problem. So uh, Eastern Europe, I think, is, uh, is generally is a good example of this, where they haven't really had that experience. So to be then told or suggested that they should take a quota of migrants to help take uh, their share of the loads seems a bit like, well, why should we bring this on ourselves? Mixed in with that, those countries that feel that they are taking the brunt of it, uh, those frontline states that I've mentioned, but also uh, places like Sweden, places like Germany, a very different attitude. Some of them are willing to accept those uh, people coming in, Germany, I think, being the, the key case, but I think also Sweden too, which proportionately has taken much more uh, of the load than any other member state. Whereas others feel that they are simply uh, geographically in an inconvenient position and a lot of people are coming in, uh, a lot of people are moving through. But even that transitional cost of letting these people pass from one side of the country to the other comes uh, at a relatively high cost. So what is it we're trying to sort out? Are we trying to sort out the cost of this? Are we trying to find permanent places or temporary places for these people to stay? Is the problem, as the British would argue, actually not one that we should be trying to deal with with its manifestations, but rather with its causes? That by trying instead to bring peace and stability to places like uh, Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, Libya, that then we would actually stem the flow of people. And clearly, you know, that's part of it. The difficulty here is that each country has a different kind of uh, interest, it has a different kind of exposure, it has a different kind of debate. That the immigration debate in the UK is fundamentally different from that in Germany, for example. Now, it's partly historical, but actually it's more about practical politics and the way that uh, political parties have chosen to uh, attach themselves to different issues.
So the reason why the EU hasn't resolved this crisis is that it can't agree quite what the crisis is. It can't agree on what the methods of dealing with that are. And also, importantly, it's worth stressing that the EU, at a central level, doesn't have the power to impose decisions on member states. Member states still remain in the driving seats. And I think generally as a principle it's helpful to remember that, that they are the ones who shape the system. And if member states aren't on board, it becomes very hard indeed to do anything. That they are the ones who provide the finance, who provide the political uh, authority and legitimacy of the system. They are the ones who typically have to do the implementation of decisions. So to give you one example, the Hungarians will say to you, well, it's all very well having quotas, but actually people don't want to stay in Hungary. So what do we do? Do we keep them forcibly within the boundaries or do we let them go? Which kind of undermines the principle. So the complexity of the situation, the structure of power within the EU are key reasons why we haven't reached a resolution yet and are unlikely to for the foreseeable future.